Hey y'all, welcome to any, where love is the foundation of life with thyself. I'm Shani Wasserkoff, and yet again on another lovely Friday, I'm very excited to introduce today's topic, which is, is worrying a part of love? Now we've had an episode that was quite similar to this topic, and it was is rest a part of self-love and i truly love the episodes where we speak on love and i just enjoy conversing with you all on those certain topics but today we're going to be talking about is worrying a part of love now i can start this episode with the simple answer of no but as we all know that is not an answer that will get you a hundred percent on any test question or assignment in your ELA class because they always ask you for why or why not. It's never a, do you agree with the statement? Not only do you have to repeat the statement in your answer, but you have to expound on your reasoning for whether you agree or disagree. So I can say no, that worrying is not a part of love, but why and why do i feel that way why do people feel that way why do people feel that it is a part of love so we have the topic of worrying and worrying stems from anxiety worrying stems from uncertainty worrying stems from confusion worrying stems from someone who truly just does not know what or is afraid of risk or fearful of the future of the unknown worrying stems from being a human being And I say that because us humans don't know everything, no matter how educated we are or how old we are or how much everyone appoints us as a person of wisdom, we will never in our lives know everything. The only person that knows everything is God and we aren't God, okay? So worrying stems from us not knowing everything and because we don't know everything, we tend to grab onto that inkling of oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Or is this person going to be okay? Or our concern turns into our lives and we begin to dwell on that concern. And that's when it turns into worrying because it's like, I know that I don't know this, but now instead of giving it to God or instead of saying, I don't know this and that's okay, I say, I don't know this, I don't know this, I don't know this, I don't know what's going to happen and now maybe this can happen. What is this and what is that? And, And it completely takes over your life and you again get blindsided by worry so it comes down to the idea of why do we worry and again like I said it's because we're human and we don't know everything and for the majority of us when we don't know everything we want to know everything and that's that just won't happen so we get into the mindset of I don't care I'm gonna still try my best to know everything you begin to assume and expect and just completely repeat these same behaviors and grab onto concern and grab onto fear and grab onto your anxiety and then that's when we begin to label ourselves and truly it all stems from the idea of not letting go so instead we hold on to our concern our fear the unknown and our hunger for knowing everything now worry what is worry again let's speak on worry attached to love because again love is the foundation of life with thyself 
and love is in everything and hopefully love is in everything that we do and love drives us to do everything that we do and every single action you can pinpoint where love is and where love came from which is within so if we're worrying then you will say oh my gosh the worry stems from love and now from a few perspectives the answer could be yes because it's like if I love someone I'm concerned for that person And if I'm concerned for that person, I worry about that person's well-being, whether I'm in their presence or not. But that's not the case. And it's because that line between concern and worry is so thin that people forget to bridge the gap between the two. And so it becomes concern is just me worrying about them. And it's not. See, I can be concerned for my friend, but... When I step over into that worrying, it becomes overthinking. And that's why I believe worrying and overthinking go hand in hand. Because I'm not concerned anymore. It might be fueling my worry. But that concern is now left over to the side. And now my full attention is on worrying and overthinking. And so... Now we have the problem of concern and worry, and it becomes, yes, you can be concerned for your friend. Yes, you can make sure that they're okay. Yes, of course, you're going to be attentive when it comes to your friend or your loved one. But to worry is to do someone's job that is not yours. It is God's job to handle our worries. It is God's job to calm us and to guide us and to keep our friends and family safe and he might not do it in the way that you think but you can never be like god didn't do it so it's just like whatever but it's that thin line between concern between yes i want you to be okay make sure you call me before you leave home then worry oh i have to check my phone every five seconds i have to look at the door i have to do this i have to make sure that they're okay i have to call them every five seconds to interrupt every single event that they're at because i have to make sure that they're okay oh my gosh i don't know what to do i just want to make sure that they're okay and this i have to do this and i have to make sure that they're, i have to I, I don't want them not to be okay like i did it to their phone like either phone and i answer my call because i just called them five seconds ago and i answer my call and oh my gosh I'm, I'm, I'm literally about to blow up oh my gosh can i think i'm literally just want them to be okay it's a difference and you might not always say that when you're worrying that might be going on in your head. Some people are very calm under pressure and sometimes worry is pressure and it usually is for the majority of us. And I'm exaggerating it for you all to grasp it, but I'm letting you know that it is a thin line, but there's still a line between concern and worry. And that's why when I'm talking to my friends and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Please take a break or please just make sure you take time to rest. And they're like, it's okay, Shani, don't worry. I'm not worrying about you. I'm concerned for your well-being. I'm concerned. I want you to be okay. But I cannot allow myself to worry because then I allow something that I cannot control to control me and to control how I feel because now I'm in that sense of worry. But it's like I'm allowing that to control me and I can control how I'm concerned and I can control if I worry. But when I begin to worry, if I look at it from a different perspective, I'm allowing something that I cannot control which is the unknown or information I don't have. I'm allowing the outside to control my inside and it becomes this sense of a battle between concern and worry. And that thin line is complete. It's always getting stretched over, getting twisted. It's there, but it's going to the average eye because we don't look for it. And we just go straight from concern to worry or we go straight from problem to worry. It's never a thing of where I'm, con- I'm concerned now. Concern is not even a thing. It's that I am now worried. 
and I allow that to take over. And the difference between concern and worry is concern is allowing whatever you're concerned over, let's use a loved one, for example, you're allowing your concern and your love to be shared, but you're allowing that person to also have control over their lives and you're allowing God to do his job and you're allowing your faith to lead the way of what you cannot and that way is of the knowledge that you might not possess or the arm length that you might not possess or the eyesight that you might not possess. So you're allowing your faith to lead you the rest of the way. Worry is completely different because worry leads the way. Faith does not anymore. Worry becomes the quadrupled phone texts and messages and looking out the window to make sure they're here and you're not allowing God to do his job because you're doing it for him and so it becomes that sense of tug of war but you're the only one tugging because God has given you free will and he's going to allow you to do just as you please but you can't expect to be brought out of a situation that you don't hold your hand out for when I think of worry I especially in relationships It really stems from the lack of trust and lack of communication. Because if you feel that you always have to have your eye on this person or that you can't do this without this person doing that, then one, you're worrying, but you're not only worrying, you don't trust that person. And that's why every single time I think about worry, I think about the lack of trust because now I'm going to use myself for an example my relationship with God I am one with God and I get closer to God every day and for me to not allow God to do his job which is supply all of my needs which is to bring me out of every single experience I'm in because he will never put me in one I can't get out of when I don't allow him to do his job and I begin to worry instead of putting all of my worries all of my fears and all of my anxieties on the altar I lose sight of the path that he created for me that I was walking on before but that I no longer am walking on because I took his job away from him because I don't trust him enough to do it and you're probably like oh no you took it too far and that's not true that's not how it really is yes it is and it's hard to see it because I expanded it but you do not trust that person because you're worrying and it's different from trusting someone in a relationship that's on earth than having that relationship with God and you're continuing to worry because he will supply your needs okay the person that you're in a relationship with is a human being. They, they aren't God. They will never be God. But to worry in general is showing your lack of trust in God. And I understand this. Like, I have a perfect relationship with God. My relationship with God isn't that bad. So, of course, I trust him. I'm just worrying because I don't know how to do this. Or I don't think I can do this. Or maybe this just looks impossible. And not only are you limiting yourself, but you're limiting God. And so he cannot work if you put him in a cage. When you're in a jail cell, what do you have the capability of doing? Sitting in that jail cell until someone else unlocks it for you. And that is God. That's why he gave us free will. That is why people are like, okay, so if God knew that Adam and Eve was going to eat the fruit, why why would he just take the tree out? Because God did not want us to be forced to love him. Imagine you're in a relationship with somebody. And it's with someone who you truly want to be with. But you know, if that person's free will is activated, you know that they will not pick you. And not only has that been made clear to you, but it's been made clear to everybody else that you will not be ever be their choice of a companion, of a soulmate, of a spouse. And so you live in a world where you have the opportunity to 
force someone to like you because you were born into the family of the controllers and they control the world and they control the emotions of the humans that live within their world. And so you have the power to make this person love you. And so would you rather that person not love you and it's at their free will? Or would you rather that person be forced to love you and you know that they aren't consenting to this? That's not what they want at all. They're being forced to love you. Like imagine how that feels that you know that you're over here in a relationship with someone and you're hugging them, you're kissing them, you're, ma- you're making a family with them, but you know that they truly do not love you. And underneath all of the facade of love and hunger and affection, it's a programming. They're being programmed to do all of this. And you know if that is taken away. So is all the love and affection. But you know that it was never real to begin with. So think about that and think about it, not just from the point of view of the person who is forcing them to do that. Think about it from the person who has no say so in the matter. Think about if God were to say, you know what? You are forced to love me. You are forced to obey all of my rules. You are forced to do this. You are forced to do that. You have no say so in your life. I control you. You are my puppet. Imagine that. And now that's where we have a problem. But how do we have a problem with God when he gave us a free will and everything we do in this life is because we choose to do it? You choose what you think about. You choose what you say. You choose how you act. Stop blaming it on stuff. Take responsibility. Be accountable. Once you're accountable, you can truly start to look within yourself and grow. But if you keep lying to yourself, that's where worry stems from. You're not even being honest with yourself. So now you're worrying about things that, that are outside of you where you need to think about the things that are inside of you. Don't worry about them. Pray about them. To circle back on the topic of worry, we have to truly understand that we all have free will. And if that sense of trust and communication is not unwavering, if it is tampered with every single time you come in contact with this person, then you will begin to worry and that will be something that becomes continuous. But do you have faith that he will take them away? Do you have faith that he will provide all your needs as he said he would? Do you have faith? Do you? Or do you want to be working two jobs? Do you want to work the job of yourself? And do all the work that you have to do in school, in your personal life, at home, for your family, in your community. And do God's job. And none of us know what God truly has to do every single second that we live. Because we don't know everything. We won't know everything. So now you have two jobs. The job of the creator and yourself. Or do you want to do the job that God created you to do? And then give his job back to him? So he can truly begin to work in your life. Your life won't be easy because of it. But it would be doable. You will be capable of doing things now. And looking at me knowing all this stuff. I still worry. But I snap out of it. And I give my worries to God. Because I know that he will do it. He is the God of miracles. And whatever my life might look like. Whatever my problems might look like. He will bring me out and I know that and I believe it and so when I begin to worry I allow him to receive it and I give my worries unto God because God will bring me out God will handle them but don't think that you don't have to do your part you still have a part to do and 
you have to do your part. If you're worrying about your schoolwork, you have to do the schoolwork and pray about God giving you the guidance and the knowledge to complete it. But again, we have a part to do. And depending on your situation, then that part is different. But please don't think that handing over your worries to God means you can just sit in your behind and allow him to do everything. Does not mean that. What it does mean is that he will assist you in the process. But when you don't give your worries over to God, you have all that to handle by yourself. And you start searching in other people and other things. And you continue to fill this void because the void will never be filled unless it's his love that fills it. So what I'm telling y'all is worrying is not a part of love. It never has been. It isn't today. And it will never be a part of love. Worrying stems from dishonesty. Worrying stems from fear. Worrying stems from anxiety. And worrying is not of God. And if God is love, is worrying a part of love? It's not. And so, when we worry, we lose sight of the truth. And the truth is within us. We are our truth. We are a living truth. We are a living miracle. You're God's miracle. Let him show you that he is capable of doing more miracles inside of miracle, which is your life. But you have to allow him to do it. You have to have faith that he will do it. And when you do, he'll do it. And he might not do it in the way that you think, but it shall be done. And you know that he will be by your side through the unknown, through the risks through the tampering of a relationship because again God will bring you out of a situation you thought that you could never get out of because he will never put you in one that you can't get out of and the exit might look different than what you thought it was but it is still an exit and the exit is different for everybody So as we close out this episode, I just want us all to know that worrying is not a part of self-love. Worrying is not a part of love. Worrying is not a part of God, which makes it not a part of love. I truly love you all. If you all have any topics you want to hear or speak on or be brought in to speak on with me, then make sure you all follow us on Instagram at I-N-N-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And comment on one of our Instagram posts or DM us. DMing us will be the best option. And just give us the topic you want to speak on. And if you all would like to be brought in to speak on with us. And I love you all. I am so thankful to God that we have gotten through another episode with life-changing information. I pray you all enjoyed this one. It is getting hot outside. Make sure you guys get you some fresh air. Get you some sun. Don't forget your sunscreen. And nourish your bodies. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy life. I will see you all next Friday. Know that God loves you. Know that I love you. But he loves you more. He does. I promise. And until next time, I say, laters. Mm.